Hello, this is Michelle. This is Gail. And welcome to, we're trying out new podcast names, so last time it was Righteous Fights Only, and this time it's If You Can Keep It. I like it. I like it too. It's based on a quote from... Benjamin Franklin. Mm-hmm. Which, do you know the full quote? Um, I think it's something like, you have a good republic here, if you can keep it. If you can keep it, and we want to keep it. Um, it's been a month. Yes. And we are on the other side of the Trump presidency. Yes, finally. Joe Biden has been inaugurated. And we've been meaning to podcast for most of the month, but we kept waiting for things to happen. And we kept waiting for the other shoe to drop or yeah, something. So what happened next, it kept seeming like there was going... It's post-traumatic stress syndrome, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, the entire country has PTSD. Yeah, it's kind of... You're getting used to thinking... You're getting used to there no not being presidential tweets that are rants and it's three make o'clock in the no morning. sense that you wake up to the world is a kerf- in kerfuffle and fluttering because Trump has threatened people or done things. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Or no one's like been fired by tweet in two yes. and a half weeks because Trump hasn't been president for two and a half weeks. Did I bring over my list? No, I didn't bring over my list. Okay. Anyway. So, so yeah, we've yes. been... We've, well, actually, after the insurrection, we started watching CNN a lot, which we probably mentioned last time. Yeah, I think... And so now we're weaned down to just watching Aaron Burnett and maybe the start of Anderson Cooper once a couple of times a week, although yeah. I assumed that... I'm actually going to watch the impeachment, I think. Yeah, I think... Yeah. Well, I'm going to, obviously, but... Yeah, that will be playing in our household next week. Next hmm. week. Oh, that is next week, isn't it? Yeah, that's next week. Ha! Huh. 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 Yeah, see, it gets busy. It does. And Biden's been busy. Very, very busy. The inauguration ceremony was very quiet because there were National Guard troops and threats. and mm-hmm. But it was just kind of... The um, COVID-19 memorial thing was beautiful. Yeah, the night before. Yeah, when they set up the 400 lanterns mm-hmm. um, to represent the 400,000 people who have died of COVID-19 mm-hmm. at that point. Yes. Um, that was just the moment of national mourning and acknowledgement that the country has needed for all the year, basically. Yeah, it has. Since or say, the last eight months. Ten yeah, it's nice that to have someone in charge who's vowed to be honest and upright and tell the truth. Yes. Um, and his um, his 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 secret press secretary seems to be enjoying her job and mm-hmm. and telling the truth. And sometimes, like Dr. Fauci said something that didn't agree with what the administration had said, and. There wasn't a tweet threatening him after. Yeah. I mean, it's just a bunch of adults. And Biden Who are having and, discussions about things. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Biden went and talked to the State Department and said, you know, that America was, he trusted them, and he's not trying to micromanage. Mm-hmm. He's telling people that they do a good job, and he has faith in them. And I mean, morale was one of the big things that needed to be boosted after Trump kind of tried to decimate our government. Trump stomped on the government, actually. Yeah. So. On all of the civil servants and the career. Well, he and he didn't hire so many people. I mean, people yeah. would resign and he wouldn't and nobody fill their would be position. Hired. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the key to. There might be too much bureaucracy in America, but 
the ultra conservative need to cut everything to the bone is just not the way America needs to be a world leader. No, it's not. Yeah. Especially in like the State Department. Yeah. We should be proud of our diplomatic corps and they should do yes. good work. They do spreading do good work. democratic values. They used to. They used to. Yeah. They, they have done good, good work, work in spreading the past. democratic values and trying to make a better state for women in the world. And, mm-hmm. and that was something that Biden tends to go back to. Yeah. Um, that's one of the things. There were a couple of journalists who were actually giving him credit for walking the walk mm-hmm. because he was elected to make changes. Um, and so his um, cabinet choices have been extremely diverse. Yes. And Deb Holland hasn't been, she hasn't had her hearing yet. But I am. I'm. That's one of the ones I really want to see happen. The choice of a Native American as a Secretary of the Interior yes. is so important. And so I hope that there are no kickbacks from Congress. I mean, there were what thirteen Republican senators who voted against um, booty gig. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the Southern senators seem to be Alabama and a couple of other senators they seem to be more difficult mm-hmm. or they seem to be really embracing the we are going to be bigoted white people yeah. and it's our right to be bigoted white people Yeah. and honestly I don't think that's that's not true No, you cannot, that's not what we need no you can't tolerate into, you cannot tolerate intolerance mm-hmm. no platform for the evils of white supremacy mm-hmm um, Biden's cabinet stuff. So talk about our uh, cabinet choices. There were like more than half women. Cats have been perping. All right. Yes. <laughs> President Biden, NPR, an NPR tweet. President Biden pledged to make his cabinet the most diverse in U.S. history. Here's how it looks so far. 45% women, 55% non-white, 32% white men. Um, and they've got... Check out the full article for an analysis but they have a chart comparing um, Obama's and Trump and Biden yeah Biden's got a lot of people with government experience which Trump had the lowest on Mm -hmm. but actually we need people to put put that back together Um, Biden has more non-white people in his cabinet than Obama did 55% 55% to 45%. Oh. And Trump had 14. I'm surprised there was that many. Well, there was Elaine Chow. Elaine Chow, I think. And Ben Carson, that was oh, it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ben Carson. Yeah. Him. Women, Obama had 36%. Trump had 18%. Biden had 45%. So he's the strongest on that. Um, he and Obama had the same amount of white men, 32%. Trump, 73% white men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so... Um, that is a huge plus. Biden is following through on that promise. And he yes. signed um, some... Well, how many executive orders so far do you know? Um, I know he signed 27 in the first two days. Um, yeah. And he's been... He's slowed down since then. But um, I don't know how many he's up to now. I know there were a couple more last week. Yeah. Um, but I think he needs to still move a little faster on some of the immigration stuff. Because... They have a family. Re- they're putting together a family reunification task force, but right. I haven't heard any major. Well, he did away with the memo, allow uh, 
and yeah, I know, but I haven't heard that the people have been taken out of the camps at the border. Is that yeah? I haven't heard about that. Yeah, yeah. and I haven't really looked into it, which I should. Um, I mean, he did put the hundred day moratorium on deportations mm-hmm. and strengthen DACA, but yes. um, Texas is suing him for the they they have they the got moratorium. an injunction to mm-hmm. stop the moratorium. Mm-hmm. Because they signed a deal with Trump that they got to weigh in six months in advance of any immigration changes, so they could do something like that. But there's some question as to whether they can take away the power, president's power over immigration, because that's one of the areas where the president is all powerful. Right. There are too many areas where the president is all powerful, and Trump um, proved that. Yeah. And um, that's one of the reasons why it's much better if. Things are solved by legislator than if they're solved by executive order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the president basically has the power over all of the administration. Yes. And the and Congress holds the purse strings. But well, no, he's got power over the borders. He's got power over yes. the military. And it's and not anything, the administration per se. Yeah, it's anything... You have to define deal, that better. Anything that deals with... Another country, right, is solely on the um, back of the president. Yeah. Um, oh, stop the border wall. He said no more yes. money was going to be spent for that border wall. Yes. Um, things like that, which it's a he actually he called it a waste of money because it is. It is, and it's not just a the border wall isn't just a waste of money. It's a horror. I mean, the, it the, destroyed yeah, sacred the, Indian property. Yeah, the destruction the, of putting in roads through pristine nat, natural refuge areas to put in a stupid wall where no one is ever going to go, try to cross because it is in the middle of the desert. Style over substance, as yeah. the British Bake Off people would say. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so Biden's been oh cor- oh yes and the coronavirus um the COVID nineteen relief package is getting fast tracked through Congress because uh the Democrats have used their newfound power in the Senate to ram it to set up the dealing the House passed to to get it explain okay. about the reconciliation <laughs> thank you um yes the okay the House and the Senate both passed. A budget bill which allows for reconciliation which means that in the Senate it can pass with only 51 votes which is the split in the Senate right now with Kamala Harris giving the 51st vote to any budget bills Um, what that means is usually anything in the Senate has to pass with 60 votes to not be filibustered Um, but with the reconciliation going into play, that means that um, there will be 50 hours of debate. Then senators have a certain amount of time to put on amendments. And then all the amendments have to go through the Byrd bill check, which is named after um, Senator Byrd from long ago. Um, but basically it's saying that they have to make sure that the amendments actually have to do with the budget and came from the correct committee. So once that happens, there can be a vote and 
50, the 50 Democratic senators plus the vice president can pass the budget bill. Right. So that should happen next week. Really? That's almost I think next so. month. Huh. Or maybe it's, it's next month. I'm not sure. But, I know they have 50 hours of debate to okay. go through. And I guess that would take more than a week in the Senate. Um, yeah, especially with the since impeachment with trials the impeachment coming starting. Through. Yeah. And they still have to do some trial or some... Um, Cabinet appointments. Since Lindsey Graham refused to have... Because the Republicans still hung on to power because they wouldn't agree on a power-sharing agreement in the center, Senate. So that only happened like two days ago. So the yeah, Republicans have Thursday, been... Yeah. Yeah. Heads of the committees. Yeah, Thursday is two days ago. Yes, I know. I'm just letting the people know. Um, this So the Republicans were still head of the committees, and so mm-hmm. Merrick Garland, Garland is not getting a fast hearing. <laughs> Merrick Garland never does. He never does. Anything to, what, do, what do the Republicans have against Merrick Garland? I don't know. Lindsey, I don't know what Lindsey Graham has against the country, but... He is acting like he is still the boss of us, and he has never actually been the hmm. boss of us. Or anywhere close to the boss of us. Yeah, and the, 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 the Republican entitlement is just getting beyond annoying. Yeah. All right. Um, we're going to take a break here and discuss what we're going to discuss next, and we'll be right back. And we're back, and we want to talk about the kind of things that are happening at the state level, which are very important. The Republicans, since they could not effectively kill all of the legislators during a coup, <laughs> or um, to overturn the election, are working on a straight level on new heights of voter suppression. So. In your state, the GOP voter suppression plans may include roll back every aspect of mail voting and automatic and election day registration, pass onerous new voter ID laws, allow GOP legislators to overturn the will of the voters. That's happening in or Arizona. They entered mm-hmm. a bill to do that. Gerrymander electoral college results. These are from an Ari Berman tweet stream and a Mother Jones article. Um, Democrats have a clear choice. They can get rid of the filibuster to pass the John Lewis Voting Rights Act and For the People Act to stop GOP voter suppression. But also, we need to put pressure on on the um, state legislators. Like here in mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, um, they're trying to gerrymander the courts. Right, they're trying to make it so that... Um, right now, the state Supreme Court judges are elected for the whole state, by the whole state. And they're trying to make it so that... Um, each judge is elected from a certain region of the state, which is which requires a constitutional amendment and yeah. Um, it, a, yeah. And it, they're trying to get it on the ballot in May. So far, it has not been scheduled for a hearing in the House yet. No. So, it's not on track to get there by May, but. This is happening in state legislators. Um, Pennsylvania Republicans have introduced 14 bills to make it harder to vote, including ending no-excuse absentee ballot, which all but two Republicans voted for, throwing out mail ballots for minor errors and gerrymandering the court so they can't strike these laws down. Republicans voted for these things, and because it didn't turn out the way they wanted to, now and, they're trying to undo it all. And in Pennsylvania, it was just a year ago. It was the no-excuse mail-in ballots only passed 
in the fall of 2019. A bipartisan. Bipartisan. It was, yeah, like Michelle said, there were only two Republicans who voted against it. And th- but then the it didn't go the way they planned and so yeah they now they want to take it back. The Brennan Center says 28 states have introduced pre-filed or carried over 106 bills to restrict voting access. These proposals primarily seek to limit malvoting access, impose stricter voter ID requirements and limit successful pro-voter registration policies policies and in- enable more aggressive voter roll purges. Um, these bills are an unmistakable response to the unfounded and dangerous lies about fraud that followed the 2020 election. Mm-hmm. There was no proof about systemic election fraud. None no. of Trump's court cases had any proof. They didn't even offer anything. any proof. And it's just the big lie. Mm-hmm. So, yes. So pay attention on your state level what they're trying to do to roll back voters' rights and press your national representatives to rid the filibuster so that we can pass the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. Yes. And Gail has some information about another dangerous thing that's happening at the state level. Right, which is um, a lot of state legislatures have come back into session with new people, and now they're trying to push through all of these anti-trans bills. Um, A lot of them have, like, gotten to committees or something like that and just been stopped. But there are some that are apparently that have more of a chance of getting through um, and that people are very concerned about. There are two in Montana that are, um, are particularly troublesome. Um, one would ban trans students from playing a school sport and another would ban trans kids from receiving gender-affirming health care. Um, there's both been put up by one representative in Montana, but they aren't getting much press back, backlash? Pushback. Pushback, there we go. Um, well, okay, they are getting some amount of pushback, but apparently these are the ones that are most likely to pass anywhere. Um, so, so if, yeah. If it's happening in your state, push back. Right. People say that, the yes, pushing back does help a lot. And also that even just having these bills introduced is very very harmful to the trans community especially trans youth just having this out there that their state lawmakers are trying to make it so that they cannot be who they are yes legally um and there's there was the bill in south dakota to stop um people from getting their birth certificates changed there are lots of bills out there for um, to stop health care for trans youth um, and even just the fact that legislatures put these up for a vote is so harmful to trans youth who are who very need, vulnerable they're very vulnerable they need our support so yes yeah those are out there push back push back Run for local office. School boards is a great place to get on to protect trans youth. 
Yes. Um, there's organizations that help people run for office. I got a text from, I think, Move On just recently telling me I could run for West York Borough, West York Mayor, if I was interested, York County um, Coroner, York County Recorder of Deeds, all the stuff that's on the ballot this time. A bunch of stuff yeah. that Democrats never run for, actually. Yeah. There's... Because there should be no Republican who goes unopposed. Right. No matter where. Mm-hmm. Make them, don't just hand them your gov- local government. No. I mean, the Republican Party has become the Republican Party of people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, mm-hmm. who um, is an open terrorist, domestic terrorist, yeah, <laughs> has open domestic terrorist sympathies. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, Steny Hoyer, they, they kicked Representative Taylor Greene, the Democrats voted to remove her from her committees mm. where she was hoping to become an anti-trans advocate on like the education committee by and partly what Steny Hoyer did was he walked this photo around of her with an AR-15 in front of photoshopped in with pictures of Rashid Tlaib, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez and Ian Mora mm-hmm. and saying that she was their worst nightmare and that's yeah. that's threatening harm. It is. This is the and he, it was a photo that she had tweeted out about herself. Yeah. And um she threatened Pelosi. <laughs> mhm. Um and and like the Arizona GOP has censured Cindy McCain for anti-Trump right. sentiments. And the Wyoming GOP just today, I think, mm-hmm. censured Liz Cheney for voting to impeach Donald Trump and her Liz Cheney's membership. She's the third highest in the House, in the Republican House chain of command. Yeah. She's the minority whip, right, or something? Or no? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know what her actual title is. Actual title. But she's the third highest in the, and they, in the leadership. Yeah, and there was a secret ballot to see if she should retain her job. Mm-hmm. And so she retained her job, and they also elected not to kick Marjorie Taylor Greene off committee, so the Democrats passed a resolution to do that. But local Republican parties in many places are the party of Trump. And mm-hmm. so you cannot... They have to be primaried in Republican primaries by Republicans of good conscience. Yeah. Um, and, and there also have to be Democrats who step and up. And there have to be Democrats who step up. No Republicans should go unchallenged. No. This is too important for the country. This is too important for your daily life. If you know someone who, Republican or Democrat, if they have integrity, if they care about the state of the country, and, you know, if they support democracy, this is the bar now. Yeah. Encourage them to run for office. Yes, it's amazing that we've gotten down to... Do you support democracy as yeah. a bar for if you yeah for, for running for office? I mean, yeah, there's something really needs to be done, and I'm kind of just I guess it's complicated, but for the hundred and forty people, and Scott Perry is one of them, who voted to throw out my vote in Pennsylvania. Yeah, our representative in Congress said our that representative our Congress vote should not count. count, and that's appalling. And every time I get a, a notification. 
from whoever it used to be countable, and I don't know what they are now. Um, but it's like your representative Scott, your representative Scott Perry has voted, and I'm like, why is he still in Congress? He didn't think anybody's vote counted. Yeah. Why isn't he on a little island with Trump? You know why? Why don't they? Why don't the GOP go find their own Elba? <laughs> and just live out their authoritarian fantasies somewhere no one else has to be impacted by it. Right. I mean, more people are getting vaccinated. We're seeing more masks in the street. Leadership mm-hmm. makes such a difference. It does. I mean, Biden has a he's, he's mandated masks on federal properties. Mm-hmm. He's asked people to wear masks for 100 days. Um at least don't you know, and, and we're still in the pandemic. It's not going away. Yeah, I mean, and people, I, the governor of Iowa, the COVID Kim was trending. So I looked why on, because the governor of Iowa's first name is Kim. And she just lifted restrictions so people could have fun Super Bowl parties and bars. And the numbers are going to go up. The science is there. Yeah, we're just getting to the point where they're starting to go back down after the holiday holidays. And bump. so... And so now we get to the Super Bowl, and Iowa's just going, woohoo, let's party. Yeah, and New York City's going to allow indoor dining again. Mm-hmm. And there's just, these are recipes for disaster. There was a study the NFL did, they paid particular attention to, and they're getting to the Super Bowl, so they've been paying attention. But um, that they said it, um, what they count as the six feet, 15 minutes thing is like they counted if you were in like a room with someone who had COVID and wasn't masked, you counted as a, it counted as a contact mm-hmm. for yeah. contact tracing. No matter the size of the room. No matter the size of the room. Were, yeah. Or how long you were there. Or how long you were there. If mm-hmm. you just walked through the room because um, COVID is that transmissible and there are variants now that are even more contagious. Yeah. Um, the vaccine... We'll still give you some, or we'll still give you immunity to them. It's just not as much immunity at this point to the variants, I think. But they're not yet predominant in the United States. Well, who knows, actually? We don't really know. We don't really know because, because testing is test. not... That's true. That's... We don't test nearly enough to know no. really anything. I was reading something today that said, you know, there's a possibility a third of the country has been infected and we don't know. We'll never know. Because you don't get a test unless you're symptomatic or going someplace that requires you to have a test. Yeah. Yeah. Or in, you need it for your job or something. Yeah, that would be... Yeah, like in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we've started double masking. Mm-hmm. Which, if you can get... The ear loops, right, does feel better. Yeah. It feels like, it feels more secure. Yeah, well, there's less, ga- there's, it cuts there's down no on the gap gaps. around your face. Yeah. I mean, if you have a, and, yeah. Um, so, yeah, be careful. Yeah, just be Get careful. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated as soon as you can. We, I mean, Pennsylvania is still in the 1A mm-hmm. tier of getting vaccinated, so... We've got a way to go. Yeah, my dad just got vaccinated. And so did my mom. Yeah, and my brother Joe did because I think he probably works. Yeah, he's in a... He's well, he's in a high risk. High risk, yeah. Tier two, I think, yeah. And he probably needed it for his job. He probably needed it for his job. Yeah, yeah. so um, get the vaccine and 
mask up securely. Um, like surgical masks and then a cloth mask over it that people have oh, been the, doing. The, yeah, not the surgical masks. The paper mask? Well, paper masks. Cloths. Yeah. Or um, if you've got one of the KN95 masks, then you don't have to double mask over that. Right. And apparently there's Korean KN94 masks, which are pretty close to a KN95. Um, you have to be careful to make sure you don't get um, knockoff masks in the KN95 the ones, though. Mm-hmm. I read an article recently. The Wall Street Journal just did a big article on what you should, what your mask game should be now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just be careful. Wash up. Have hand sanitizer in your car. Don't touch your face. Mask. Wear your masks and ventilate because mm-hmm. that's the thing i mean especially in the winter you know if you've got it and you've got it for like you it'll you may never know and or you may not know for days and so mm-hmm. you gotta you have to we open the windows for at least 90 minutes every day mm-hmm. <sighs> ventilation is key all righty so that's us if you can keep it yeah. if there's not another podcast with that name, I think we will keep it. Ha. Um, and we will talk to you next Friday, because Friday seems to be good after the impeachment trial starts. Yes. And keep you up to speed about how we're feeling about that. And we hope your month went well, and we missed you, and thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, take care. This is Michelle. This is Kim. Signing off. Bye.